Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. So glad you're back here for another episode. You guys are in for a musical delight today. Let me tell you, our guest today is Marie Miller. She is a singer, songwriter, and remarkable woman. You guys, Marie shares with us some of the songs that she has coming up on her new independent, I might add, album that's going to be dropping on March 27th called Little Dreams. And stay tuned to the end for a special invitation to come and check Marie out live in person at an album release show right here near where I am in Huntley, Virginia. Listen, Marie was signed when she was 15 years old. She has got quite an incredible story and such wisdom for such a young woman. I can't wait for you to tune in and listen to what she has to say. Just a couple of truths that she shared with us. I asked Marie how she handled distraction and she said she asked herself a simple question. Does this feed me or does it take from me? And that's how she decides whether or not it's a distraction in the first place. So listen, y'all, a great show for you today. You're going to love her. And guess what? Surprise at the end. Stay tuned. You got to listen all the way through. You might just hear Marie sing a little tune for you. Okay. Hey, Marie. Thank you for joining me for the show. It's so great to have you on. It's great to be here. Yeah. Okay. So I have to like a little confession. Right before we got on the call, I like went to your website and I'm like, you know, let me let me see if there's anything new going on. And so when you go to your website, the first thing you see is this box with your new song, Little Dreams, to be able to play the video. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm crying watching this. Oh, oh my goodness. I, oh. I'm not kidding you. I'm like crying watching this video because, and here I go again, the thing, the and I'm just going to dive right in, Marie, and we can backtrack and we can do whatever you want to do, but. Um, that song is so powerful to me because to me, it's indicative of a woman who says, this is my purpose. This is what I know I'm going to go do. And there is nothing that will stop me. Like I, I will die doing this. That's literally what you say in the song is you say, I'll die dreaming. Mm -hmm. And, oh man, can you just tell us a little bit about the background of that song? Yes. Yeah. I, um, uh, well, thank you so much for watching and I'm so yeah. glad you enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a song that I wrote during a transition time from leaving uh, a record label that I had been with. I've been a musician my, really my whole life. I started mm-hmm. performing professionally when I was 12 or 13. I got signed when I was 15 to this record label. Oh my and goodness. Yeah. And I've gone back and forth where I've, you know, gone to college. I've done music more part-time, but it's always been something in my life. And now it's full, full full-time right now, which is great. But it was a very, a scary moment when I left my record label, because what record labels do is they pay for things. (laughs) And you have backing. Yeah. Yeah. You have support, you have, you have marketing, uh, Mm -hmm. you have uh, their networking and all that, that sort of thing. Um, But I knew that the, that I needed to, create music that was really, really true to myself. And I wasn't feeling like I could do that there anymore. Are you allowed to talk about that a little bit? Like what, like, like give, give us some insights, some behind the scenes, because, you know, I know nothing about the music industry. Maybe some of our listeners do, but I, I so value what you're saying that you felt this pull to be able to create the music that you were intended to create and you felt some limitations on you at the record label you were at. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how did that come up? When was your like, when was the shift where you were like, I have to leave, I have to go start this and why? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was no bad blood or anything. Right. Understandably for them, 
we had made some money doing pop music and they uh-huh. felt like, let's continue doing that. Um, we need to pay the bills. Sure. And I wanted to go back to the roots of my, my mm. music and really also talk a, a lot more about things that mattered to me. Um, where So lyrically, I wanted to talk about my family. I want to talk about Jesus. I want to talk about stuff that I wasn't able to talk about um, in that kind of pop format. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so it was not like a really dramatic, you know, like I storm out of the right. conference room. <laughs> Be cool if it was, right. but it wasn't. Right. It was just, it was just time. And, and so, yeah. And so I had this really great grace period of, oh, I made the right decision. Everything's awesome. And then I got freaked out and <laughs> Little Dreams was born from that. Yeah. So okay. just this idea of kind of just reminding yourself a lot of, a lot of times I write songs or pep talks to myself. Yeah. So I might not feel brave. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we, you know, self-talk saying, you know, you can uh-huh. do this. Yeah. And also a big thing for me was I think a lot of times we consider if our dreams are not, you know, these big, especially with the social media culture, yeah. if we're not known by so many people that what we do and, and what we believe doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I'm seeing that, yeah, I'm seeing that my dream, which is not, I'm not Taylor Swift, you know, I have a, <laughs> um, a beautiful little following of wonderful people yeah. and they help make my dream come true. And whether yeah. I ever get, Wherever I go, uh, I'm just being grateful for that dream, and then I'm able to live it out. Yeah. So, I man, you are just – I know I've said this to you before because I had the opportunity to feature you at an event I did, I, I don't know, gosh, uh, probably almost a year ago, which we ended up, like, canceling the rest of the events. We ended up, like, not doing it, which was fine because it, it was not intended, but you were, like, the feature of the first one, which was great. But you're wise beyond your years, and – um I don't mean that in a condescending way, Marie. I mean that in a very admirable way that I respect that it takes tremendous grit, not just, um, I mean, like for, for women my age to stick with what you're passionate about, to believe in yourself so much that regardless of the obstacles, regardless of the fear, regardless of not feeling brave, that you're going to push through that and you're going to make yourself do that. And you are in a cutthroat industry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the music industry to me seems like it would be very um, competitive, that there would be a lot of people clamoring uh, for the for the limelight. And my guess is that there's probably a lot of people and not, not judging that at all, but maybe you can speak to this. Maybe you do see people lose sight of their dreams, give up on their dreams because they feel like this is the only path forward for them. Have you run into that at all? For sure. Yeah. It's so hard because yeah, it's it's very easy to give up. It's also very easy to compromise with Mm. the music uh, and compromise with other things too. And so yeah, every artist generally, actually I do know some that don't like being on stage, which is crazy to me, but most of us love to be the center of attention. And so (laughs) yeah, you're very, Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's my stage is more home usually than uh, I, I, it's surprising to people, but I have a harder time talking to people afterwards than being on stage. Stage is easy. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, there's a lot of, so yes, very competitive and a lot of people that are, you know, that want the same thing. And yes, it's, um, I, I I really like talking to artists because we're can be a support system for each other. That that fear and yeah, a lot of them have given up. And but I also think music is a good in itself. So even if you're not doing it professionally, if you're giving it to your community, to your church, uh, you're still living out your dream. Yeah. Uh, so so that's usually what I say if they're like, oh, I like now work at a bank. I'm like, that's right. cool. Just keep right. playing music when you can. Right, right. Because I think I'm for me. And I know not a lot of people have this language, but um, so once upon a time, I was a music major, Marie, and I still have in the back of my mind, like I want to do like a CD of hymns or something, acoustic hymns or something like that. Um, and maybe one day, but right now my stage is this podcast. <laughs> um, but I, I think that music speaks in in such more powerful ways than words alone can. 
because when you have words coupled with um, a, a stream of instruments, a flow of melody, of harmony, of various sounds coming in and out, there is just something that happens inside of the human heart when you hear music. It's like somebody's words might move you to tears, but music is much more likely to do that. Can you like give us some insight into why that might be? Mm. Well, I I love to study uh, music and how it, it affects us. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not an expert, but I have read a little bit. Um, even back a uh, very, very long time ago, the philosopher Plato said that music is the language of the soul. Mm. And so, and uh, I believe that I'm not, um, I don't have a soul. I am a soul. I have a body. Yes. And so, oh, yes. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. Yeah. It's not mine. It's, 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 uh, I don't George care. McDonald, so say it again. Uh, I, uh, so I, I, I don't have a soul. I am a soul. I have yes. a body. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Love that. But, uh, so if that's true, um, music is speaking to my truest self, yeah. um, my, my immaterial. And, uh, we, I also, I just think that, um, that, uh, music, um, it gives, it, it's almost nostalgic, but, um, John Paul II, um, said it, it calls in us nostalgia for God. Um, mm-hmm. it, it brings us to transcendence. And so, um, that's what beauty does. And so music being part of that, the world of art, I think does that it, 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 it uh, stirs in us something that, only um, art can do. I think it's God's way of pursuing us. Oh, that's good. I like that. God's way of pursuing us. I think that's so true. I mean, if you look back at uh, the Old Testament and and King David, and, you know, he danced and sang like a crazy person, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> but that's how he connected with God. That's how he showed his adoration. That's how he, he got his basically it was like a highway for a relationship the music yeah was. so true yeah that's awesome so why like when did you first feel the pull i mean i know that you mentioned that you got into it early you know preteen years and then you were signed as early as 15 which is crazy um but what got you into it it came very naturally i just love the stage so much and i loved uh, acting and performing in any capacity. And then my dad was a musician and he showed me a lot of, of music and uh, taught me how to play guitar. And I was taking piano lessons. I started learning the mandolin and it just, yeah, it just was in my heart. Yeah. Uh, so it just came very easily. Yeah. So do you write all your own stuff? I do. Yeah. So I have been really blessed to collaborate a lot especially with this project mm-hmm. um little dreams which actually the full album comes out march 27th oh and yeah oh my goodness which okay wait your episode is going to air on march 22nd so that's perfect yes march 27th though it comes out yeah, yeah. that's yeah, awesome. so it's perfect yeah i know i'm really it worked out great i'm so i'm so glad you asked me to come on and yeah. uh, i i really enjoyed uh I was, I listened to your full episode of just you. Cause I love Aww. hearing your voice. You have such an awesome cool voice, and great wisdom. So I was like, I just want to hear her. So that's what I listen to. <laughs> Thank um, you. But I'm, I'm sure you have amazing guests too. So I need to dive in further, but yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I loved it. Uh, so I was really excited to be asked. So thank Aww. you. But, but You're yeah, so, so um, uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. I just thought just to start thinking about your show. We were, oh, oh, well, you're so sweet. Oh my gosh. You're so, so thoughtful. Um, no, but I, I was asking you if you wrote all your own stuff. Oh yes, and, yes, yeah. Yeah. So yes, I, so this project little dreams has, uh, more co-writing. So in Nashville and like all Los Angeles too, all over, you can, you know, they, they have these things called co-writes and you, um, come together and uh, say, what do we want to write about today? And okay. in particular, um, this project, I felt safe to share, uh, because I had uh, formed some really awesome relationships in Nashville with friends. Okay. Um, I was, I thought it was a very bad co-writer because I would you go in and, we, I tried to write and it just wasn't working. And I realized that it was because I wasn't, I didn't feel safe to share what, you know, with a stranger. So they, yeah. all these songs are written 
either by myself or with a friend. Mm-hmm. Little Dreams was written with uh, Chris Allen, who okay. won American Idol. Wow. Yeah, which is cool. That's yeah. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. And, and it was really funny because when I came in, I was thinking about, you know, okay, I haven't, what have I really accomplished? And I, I made a joke to him. I said, like, I've never done anything big, like, you know, one American Idol. And he right. just started laughing because, <laughs> you know, he did, but he still has to work really hard. And it's not, it's that's not right. what you think. So that's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, that's so true. I think um, a lot of us think that, man, if I could just have that one lucky break, then from there, it's like, the dam opens and everything comes out. But I think that you're hitting on a really, really good point that a lot of women can relate to women, not just in the music industry, but in business in, you know, if you want to write a book, I mean, it doesn't, you don't like get the publishing contract. If you write a, if you write a book and then bam, the work is done for you. I mean, there is, you have to hit the pavement hard every day. And I don't even say for me, like when I look at the podcast, for example, um, which is now Marie, if you're going to believe this or not, it's, it's all over Europe. Now I have women listening all over Europe. I have women in Africa. I have, I mean, I think I'm on five of the seven continents right now. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. It's, it's beyond my wildest dreams. It's beyond my wildest dreams, but I keep showing up right? Like I keep showing up. I keep pursuing. I don't care if I've got, you know, 20 interviews lined up this week. I'm not going to just sit on my laurels. I'm going to keep going out there and, and not getting it, but giving it because this is my gift and, and it's not work. And so there are elements like the audio editing. I don't particularly care for, (laughs) but, (laughs) but one day I'll be able to outsource that. Right. And until then I stay faithful in that doing. So I wonder if you could touch on that a little bit, like, yes, this is your gifting, you know, songwriting, singing, it's your gifting. Um, so maybe those portions of it aren't work yet. There are elements even to our gifts that do feel like work. So what, what are that, what does that look like for you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other day I was hanging up posters, you know, running around uh, town for some album release shows. And so it's very real to me. It is, um, I, especially as a solo artist, uh, I do a lot of my own work. I do have an incredible manager for this project who is, she's just a powerhouse, amazing uh, young woman. Um, I have some help with all the distributing things. So getting my stuff on Spotify and Apple music and, and yeah. getting those um, premiered and, and I have a PR team, but really um, they can only work as hard as I work. And right. I do, I do so many yeah little things um, yeah. and very humble things. And yes. when you don't, yeah, you gotta be able to do that. And I mean, yeah. and I don't know how long I, yeah, it'd be really cool if I could pay someone to hang out posters, but I right. can't. <laughs> right, right. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, that's so cool. And I saw on your website too recently that, I mean, just to show like how this work is paying off. And I think that you, you in particular now may find yourself working a little bit harder at some of those things just because you are an independent artist now and you don't have the backing of a label. Um, but I noticed on your website that your song Little Dreams recently was premiered, like as recently as last month on billboard.com, which is super fun. Yes. Yeah. That was such a gift and such a, sh- uh, like you talked about, you know, your podcast and where it's gone and surprised you is that was how, yeah. Little dreams. Um, the lyric, uh, on the bridge is um, little, little dreams that only I can see, um, yeah. until they touch the sky. So mm. it's, it's, oh, it's yeah. about, it's about growth and, and yeah, you, you, God surprises you and gives you things like that because yeah, it doesn't take a label to have your dreams right. come true. That's right. So how do you, I'm going to like step away from music for just a sec, but we're coming back to it. How do you um, juggle? And I use the word juggle because I think a lot of times as women, we feel like we're juggling a lot of things. How do you juggle and how do you um, make sure that your needs for um, connection, friendship, companionship, community, fellowship, how do you make sure that those needs are met while you're in the trenches of living out your dream? Mm, yeah, it's a great question. 
I'm very blessed to have a really close family. Mm. And so I generally focus very hard on that. And then I have a few friends um, that I'm able to spend time with. Um, and so it does, it does require a little bit of sacrifice on some of that community aspect because I'm gone a lot of weekends mm. and things like that. I recently moved from Nashville to uh, Washington, D.C., Oh, did you? Uh, I did. Yes. Yes. So that's been a huge gift. Wow. Uh, and, and I did that with that in mind because I realized that, you know, I was on Sunday was my uh, niece's, you know, her birthday or second birthday. And uh, I just wasn't able to go to those things and experience those things. I live with my brother here. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to, uh, and again, I, I'll have to be in Nashville a lot, but trying to focus on, on family and those friends, um, I think is important because you don't have anything to write about (laughs) if you don't have, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, you gotta live. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta live and you gotta be in relationship Mm -hmm. and yeah, to be able to have something to talk about. Um, that's, man, that's good stuff. So tell me how, what have the, um, what have some of the triumphs or joys been of moving from Nashville? I mean, because that's the music scene. Like, yes, yeah. Right? So, moving from Nashville to DC, which I mean, we have a lot, a great live music scene here. Um, but what's, what's that shift been like for you? It's only been a month, but so far, so good. Um, I already was in Nashville for a week for work. So it's pretty funny because it's like, goodbye, you know, big hugs. And then I'll see you guys. And, and, um, you know, it was three weeks later, I was back. But I so far really, really enjoyed it. And I'm realizing, yeah, again, like, I have to live to be able to make art. And also, I have a, a pretty great audience here in this area and then where my parents live um you know farther in the Shenandoah Valley Um, I play in New York a lot I play in Philadelphia um so uh down North Carolina so actually DC is closer also I'm 10 minutes from the airport now so that's really nice so it's easy to to get around and and um yeah but there is a bit of sacrifice and I know that I'm missing out on some networking so I just need to be smart and and go to Nashville when I need to. Yeah. So you just have to be really, so it sounds like you're just um, really deliberate, really purposeful in making sure that you're investing um, on purpose time, not accident, not in the cracks time, but on purpose, deliberate time spending with the people that are important to you. Yes. Yeah. I have a a weekly visit um, with my sister and Mm. and her two kids and we just plan that and we just, we know we're going to have it. Um, And it's just, yeah, I just think that's super important and I, I'm really being enriched by it already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and no doubt, I mean, we talked about compromise earlier. It's not just that when you're in uh, a place of, um, pursuing your passion that you might be called to compromise, not called to, but you might be um, invited, if for lack of a better word, to compromise your art or your craft or your business or whatever it is that the women listening are into. But you're also invited by distraction to compromise your quality of life, to compromise the very thing that you're talking about, which gives you the, the material to live out your dream. It gives you the why. I mean, if you weren't focused on developing family and friends, then who would you have this for? You know? No, no, it's such a good point. And I love what you said about distraction. Cause you're right. You have to kind of say like, does this feed me um, so that I can give, or is, is this like taking out, you know, and, yeah. so and does this bring me joy? And uh, I struggle with that. Cause I say yes to everything. And, <laughs> uh, and then I just don't. Yeah. And I, and I, I get really hurt when, um, you know, an interaction doesn't go the way I want. I take things so personally. So I I get distracted by my own thoughts. Um, And so it's good to like hone in and say, like, is this, are these things true? And why are they, uh, you know, because I'll I'll analyze, this is my anxiety coming through. I'll analyze a night, you know, afterwards. Oh, why did I say that? What was I thinking? Blah, blah. Um, It's like, okay, you know, just you know, think about, uh, yeah, what gives you joy, uh, forgive yourself and move on like those kind of things. So I, 
I, I liked it. You said about distraction because I'm very good at distracting myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can you dive into that a little bit? Um, just kind of give us a peek inside your mind because you you just said something that I personally relate to and I'm certain that a lot of women relate to. But when we do something, it could be as small as having a conversation with a friend or a loved one much less what you're talking about being on stage in front of people with an audience looking at you, right? But so it could be an audience of one or it could be an audience of hundred or, hundreds or thousands. But what we tend to do as women is we replay and we judge um, our performance. We don't tend to see our performance from an objective standpoint. We tend to judge it based on what we perceive to be the worst about ourselves. And so I wonder if you can give us a little bit of that. Like when you get off a stage, like what's been your process with dealing with that, with dealing with that self-judgment, with that, those questions that those, the real that you were talking about running in your head about, oh, had I said this differently? Right. It's really hard. And I actually find that music is a safe space for me not to have those feelings, believe it or not. So music is, is a way that, um, I've always, well, if you think about it, people are like clapping after you do it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like what other job, what other situation do you say something? (laughs) And people are like, you know, and so it's a very, it's an affirming place, but real relationships. I, this is kind of a, it's a personal story, but it's just funny. And it happened so recently, but, um, I, I was reflecting on this morning as I went on a couple of dates with this guy who I didn't even like. Right. He, you know, it was just, Wait a he's second. a, he Why was a nice go out with him. I, so I'm saying I say yes, but and he was kind and he was nice. And I think it was a lot of courage, but at the end of the night, he, the first date, he was like, Oh, let me know. You want to do this again. And the end of the second date, he was like, well, I'll see you in May because we're going to be at something at the same time. Like it was, and he was, he seemed kind of disinterested. He was bored during the day. It seemed like, and it was like hard. No, see you in May at this public (laughs) gathering that you have a nice life. (laughs) And I, here's this person that I was like, how do I let him down easy? How do I do this? And because he was the one that ended it and kind of in a night, not even in a rude way, just in a, I mean, Oh my gosh. Like, what did I say? What did I do? Am I not enough? I mean, and just oh, yeah. to the craziest degree. And I think um, I, I loved, I was reading this morning, you don't need to build a bridge for someone to meet you where you are. You just got to be who you are. And I was like, yes. yes. Like, you know, yeah, but I yes. was, I was so depressed. I'm like, oh my gosh. Or, you know, and it's, it's amazing that, um, yeah, we, we, we take, I, I shouldn't say we, but I take even the yes. smallest rejection as a total, you know, your soul is not worth even being, oh, you don't yeah. exist. Yeah. It's a huge thing. So anyway, that's where no, I but, fail. But here's like, a, this is the most comical yet um, amazingly true thing that you just said. You didn't even like this guy yet. You were like, Oh my goodness. So crushed at the end, yeah. you know, <laughs> with yeah. feelings of rejection. And it's like, that's how powerful it is for us. Like we don't even, we just want everyone to love us and like us and want to be our friend. And when they're not, we start to take it personally and we make it about us. And so I love what you said about not having, I wrote it down, but I think I wrote it down wrong. You don't, wrong. You don't have to build a bridge to meet you don't have to help somebody else to build a bridge to meet you where you are. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'll go the thousand miles just for you to like yeah. me and accept me. Uh, there's, there's a standing still that needs to happen and an acceptance of your, of yourself. And I'm just terrible at that. And that's why I, <laughs> I write songs about it. Trying right. to, trying now, to does that help? talk. Does that, does. do the songs then help you? It's like, do you use that as a reminder when you're going through those moments? It does. And um, also just those beautiful relationships that I'm so like, I I woke up this morning and I saw a rose uh, and it was, my dad always gets us flowers for Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Uh, and I always think that if anybody knows me, they won't love me once they know me. Mm. But then I think of my dad, I'm like, here's the man that knows me the best and he loves me the most. And so He's been such a great example of, of fatherhood and God the Father. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a, a real struggle for women 
we don't, we think, you know, if you really knew me, you wouldn't love me. And so you got to put on this facade. Yes. But yeah. it's, not, it's not the truth. Yeah. So, ha- so you counteract that by saying what to yourself? I, I really have to take to prayer and, and, yeah. and, and men in my life that love me, like, oh gosh, it was so sweet. My brother, uh, we're, we're total Lord of the Rings nerds. Okay. And I was out with a friend last night and he was going to bed because he gets up at five and works out because he's a weirdo. Um, <laughs> I'm so, so impressed. But he, he said, uh, okay, going to bed. Like, cause I wasn't home yet. Good night. Uh, daughter of Rohan, which is so nerdy and only the nerds would know he's referring to like my favorite character. And I was like, wow, that's so sweet. And, um, yeah. And just, just going back to, yeah, the, 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 these beautiful friendships that I have and, and this knowledge of self that you, um, yeah, that I am loved and I'm enough for who I am and whether this guy who I've known for a, a week who, who, yeah. who decided he didn't want to hang out with me, there's nothing wrong with him, but that's, there's also nothing wrong with me. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, so I got to tell you a long time ago, my mom, I think I might get this a little bit wrong. Either I wrote a diary entry or something like that. And this was when I was younger. It was probably, um, I don't know, in my late teens or early twenties. And my mom found a letter that I had written and it was like to, to her, but like I hadn't given it to her. But in the letter, I said, this is uncanny that you just said that. In that letter, I said, if you really knew me, you wouldn't love me. Mm. And I just think if, if okay, so if you've thought that, <laughs> if I've thought that, you know, at various points in our life, I, I just know that there are women listening who have felt that. And I don't, there, to me, that is the biggest, boldest lie. And the thing that I do, Marie, is I just stop it dead in its track and, tracks and call it what it is. Because what we're tempted to do is to entertain it, mm-hmm. <laughs> entertain that little thought and be like, hmm, well, maybe, maybe that is true. Maybe that is accurate, you know? And in, instead, I think we just need to knock the heck out of it and call it what it is and slam the door in its face. So that's what I do with that. I think that's very wise. You're right. Just to be like, that is a lie and not to even go into the accidentals of ourselves right. and go, well, maybe, yeah, the things about me I don't like. And I think there's such a difference between saying, Hey, like I ate a lot of pie over the holidays <laughs> and I want to lose some pie weight. That's like right. so cool. Lose like that's fine. Right. right. You can do that. Right. But that's not the essential self. You know, that's, that's you go, right. yeah, love pie. Also now love running or whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, or I want to get a sweet little haircut or I want right. to, I want to stop. You know, I, I feel like I'm gossiping a lot these right. days, whatever right. it is right. that we want to improve. And that's, that's not the, that's the accidental, not the essential self that yeah. is worth so much. So that's right. Yeah. That's right. And we've got, you know, Lent coming up. So if there's anything yeah. we feel like we need to work on, we can use that as an opportunity, right? True. <laughs> so, hey, I've got a question for you. Do you have, who are your um, musical influences? Hmm. So I have a lot of uh, different musical influences. One of my favorite artists, her name is Sarah Bareilles. Okay. And she was a singer-songwriter. Now, when you say her name, I think of piano. Does mm-hmm. she Okay. All right. Yeah. She wrote a musical, uh, waitress, which I got to see her star in, uh, on Broadway. And she's very, uh, I love her very different, not very different, but different music than me. She's Mm -hmm. more of yeah piano style. I play the mandolin, so it's more folk. Um, but she has beautiful melodies and just makes you think and just an incredible voice. Um, so I love her. Um, I grew up listening to, we would call it new grass music. So Alison okay. Krauss, um, a band called Nickel Creek. Um, I also love old, old, like 1930s um, films, um, 1930s, 40s, and, and some of that, those standards that came from that music. And, and you don't really hear it um, yeah. in my music, but uh, that, uh, you know, the way you look tonight, like with the original Fred Astaire version and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I absolutely love and, and love listening. I like, I just love getting dolled up and, and dressing up in those movies. Yeah. That's all they're ever doing. Yep. <laughs> so I, I love to, to, uh, to experience that. 
Well, so, and it's funny because I'm surprised you left, you left the South um, because the South like is famous for women just being dolled up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I know when I, I did my psychology internship in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at Louisiana state university and football games, you know, like I'm from, I'm a Virginia girl. Like mm-hmm. we go to football games in jeans and sweatshirts, right? Not the case there. It's like, you wow. know, the pretty dresses, the curled hair, the makeup, like everything. It's like, that's what a sweet Southern belle does, you know? So, and I just thought it was just an amazing part. I loved it. I loved the part of the culture, but it was just a fascinating new part for me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have our University of Virginia. They were pearls oh, to okay. their football games. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There you go. So we'll just go to a UVA game together. Yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. So, um, hey, question. A couple of questions for you. How do you, um, who, if you could meet anybody in the music industry, who would that be and why? Wow, that's I know. Really I'm putting good- you on the spot. Yeah. Well, I think it would be this manager. His name is Paul Steele. And I'm going to say this very practically because it would be more fun to say, oh, I want to meet John Mayer or something, or I want to meet Stevie Wonder or some person I just think is, you know, just so good at what they do. But I would say I want to meet Paul Steele because he's the manager that's managing some of my favorite artists and I want him to manage me. Okay. (laughs) All right. I need his his help. And he's kind of not, I don't think he really... I think he might have listened to something of mine, maybe, or not even given it the time. So I just would force him to listen. Okay. Oh, well, there I we go. The music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll we'll tag him. We'll put a backlink on this on the show okay. notes of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to listen. <laughs> um, but hey, I want to backtrack. We've got about 10 minutes left. And so before we get to the very end of our conversation, I want to backtrack. Your single right now is called Little Dreams. And is that also the name of the album? Yes. Okay. So what are your dreams. Hmm. What what are they? Right. So in that song, it really is about music. Uh, It's about communicating um, inspiration and healing through music. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always thought that the, you know, this idea that I talked about earlier about John Paul II's uh, beauty is a call to transcendence that it stirs in us the hidden nostalgia for God is I have experience that in my own life. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I want people to remember um, who they are. I love this idea uh, of, you know, remembering, um, but kind of uh, putting, changing that word a little bit, but remembering, like remembering putting us. Together. Putting, yeah. putting together. Yeah. And so when we forget who we are um, and that we're God's um, yeah, we lose ourselves, And so to remember yeah. him, remember who we are, you know, at the end when the good thief says, remember me when you come into your kingdom yeah. um, and our Lord promises in paradise. And so I want people to remember God through this music and whether mm. I'm singing about a boy, if I'm singing about my friends, if I'm singing about um, my family, um, that they, um, that that beauty would, um, yeah, stir that, stir that in their heart. Yeah. Um, the way that it's done for me, because great artists. Also, a thing too is is that life is hard, yeah. And music gives you just a break, you yeah. know, just a little break. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I want uh, people to come to the shows and to hear the music. And if they're they're having a bad day or things are stressful, um, things are sad, things are hard, that they can just rest for a little bit because they deserve yeah. that rest. So that's yeah. my dream. I love I love it, and you're living your dream. Hopefully. Yeah. Like it <laughs> doesn't feel like it all the time, but yes, uh, yeah. it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a very beautiful job and a beautiful life. What makes you, well, okay. Let me ask you this question and then I want to backtrack to something you said about remembering God. Um, what differentiates that for you? Like what happens when you believe and you feel like kind of viscerally that you're living in your dream and what happens when maybe that didn't quite feel like you were living in your dream. Yeah. I think uh, when you forget, my dad always says, if um, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Uh And so when you forget like your purpose and your goal. So when I think I need to be, uh, you know, playing in, you know, big theaters or something, I'll be on Instagram Uh and I'll see a friend 
who we were in the same spot and then she skyrocketed and now I'm right. like, Oh my gosh, she's selling a thousand tickets a night. Right. Right. Uh, that's not happening for me. Right. Right. I need this. And, um, that's, that never mm. was God's dream for me. That might've been my dream. Um, right. but there's like a deeper, um, dream, which I was talking about. It's like, what's your goal? My goal is to, to heal and to inspire. I always pray, um, make mm. my art, make people closer to you. And so yeah. I, I'm really bad at remembering my real dream, but like, if your goal <laughs> is to be famous, that's not a good dream. Like, no. give it up, you know, right. Like if your dream is to be thought of as the coolest or the prettiest yeah. or the smartest, yeah. um, that's, even if you feel like you're living that out, that's, that's not, that's not a real dream. So I struggle with that right. because as an artist, yes, you want everyone to hear you. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. right. Because there's a crossover with your passion. It's kind of like, um, and I know we're in different industries, but it's the same thing when I, um, kind of, I became an independent artist, so to speak, when I shut down my practice and, and stopped being a clinical psychologist and yeah. said, no, this is the way I want to do it. This is the message that I have for people. And this is the platform that I'm going to go do that through. There's a lot of risk and whatever. And then there's also a desire. Like, I'm like, okay, great. I'm on five out of seven continents. Now, my dream, Marie, I don't need to be on a stage. To me, like my stage is is this. It's this podcast. It's the the fact that I can air this anywhere in the world and somebody can pick it up and listen to it. That's my stage. And that's what I believe mm -hmm. it is. So I never want to be like, you know, in a, a Tony Robbins or something like that, like with, you know, 50,000 people in the stadium or however mm -hmm. many people he packs out. Um, however, at the same time, there's still that desire. So I love that you brought it up when I see other people who maybe are also starting new podcasts and I see that, man, they are just, they've got like, you know, eight gazillion five-star ratings and so many reviews. And so I think what you just said is so beautiful because I too need to remind myself that that's not my dream. And however God is helping me establish what my dream is, then that's what I have to lean into and trust. Right. Yeah. So it's exactly. Yeah. So, okay. How do you find venues to, to sing at? Like, how do you do that? Is, does, is that your manager's job? Like, yes, I, I would be so bad at that. So I have <laughs> help. <laughs> I have help. Yes. So, so especially for the, I call it the pagan venues. I joke. So I do a lot yeah. of Christian <laughs> stuff and then regular stuff. Um, the pagan venues, I need help. My manager does that. Okay. And sometimes they email me directly. Um, sometimes we're pitching to them. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so for the more like events, like women's conferences and churches and stuff, I like to do those. Like as soon as they reach out, I respond and I work with okay. them directly. Okay. Um, just because sometimes I'm speaking to and it just gets mm -hmm. complicated for my mm -hmm. manager who's just it does music stuff. So, um, so yeah, so I, I, I am, I'm lucky that generally I'm getting calls to do stuff like right now. I don't have to do too much running Good. around trying to get stuff. Um, but I still so do that. Yeah. A sure. little bit. Well, right. And you're going to keep doing that so that mm -hmm. that flow will continue to come to you. So that's, that's fantastic. So, okay. Um, uh, my question about remember God. So are you familiar with, um, Annie F Downs? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she has a podcast called That yeah. Sounds Fun. Yeah. Which is like just off the charts. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when I was, when I was, we were in conversation earlier today, I was like, Annie F. Downs needs to have Marie Miller on her podcast. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect because they're both in Nashville. And then you're like, oh no, I'm in DC now. But <laughs> I'll be in Nashville soon. Don't worry. <laughs> but you go back to Nashville yeah. and the reason that, that I made that connection is because she wrote a book called Remember God. Mm. And so I think, you know, check it out. But if there's any way your manager can connect you with Annie F. Downs, I'd love to hear her interview you. She's fantastic. Oh. You're fantastic. I think it'd be a terrific combination, especially just with the culture of Nashville and both of you having a, a footprint there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love I love her. I've listened to several of her her podcast. She, I think she interviewed Dave Barnes, who I really like as a musician yeah. and uh -huh. he's super funny. So yeah. 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 All right. So I have three things as we are kind of wrapping up here today. 
Um, the first is tell us about your upcoming shows because a lot of my listeners, I mean, I'm Virginia heavy. I'm Virginia heavy, North Carolina heavy. I mean, although now it's kind of everywhere, but if you're doing gigs in DC, um, we want to know about them. So the, so the listeners can know when and how to check you out. Well, I just performed when it will be March 22nd, I'll have just performed, uh, the 14th and 15th in Virginia. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, so I don't have planned shows coming up because those are the big album release shows. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying to think about, um, um, well, wait, so where, where are you performing on the 14th and 15th? Because I could do a lead in. Okay. Yeah. So Vienna, Virginia, Jam and Java music club, and I can send you yeah, would and, you? Yeah, I'll send you. Yeah, and then um, Rap Panic Sellers, we're doing a big album release show there. Yeah, that's my parents started that winery, but we they have a really cool event space. So, because where wow. do you live again? Winchester? No, no, I'm in Front Royal. I'm right oh. around the corner from Rappahannock. Okay, well, you got to come. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to. How do I get a ticket? It's um, oh. I'll send you the link. I might yeah, have some guest yeah. tickets left too. There's so many family members. It's hard <laughs> with guest yeah, tickets. I know, but if I, I but I'll try to see if I can find one. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm I'm stoked about that. That's fantastic. Okay. So then the other thing that I want to ask you is for the women listening and they want to check out your your song. Not just little dreams, but they want to check out your music. They want to follow you. They want to, they need to follow you on Instagram like I do because I get to see the behind the scenes, like when you announced that you were co writing with Chris Allen, which was really fascinating. Um, so I love seeing you have those successes. And I know other women would want to join and support you that way. So, how can they connect with you? Where can they follow you? And where can they get, get your music? Right. So, Instagram is Marie Miller Singh, and that is probably what I'm most active on. I love my Instagram. And then okay. Facebook is just slash Marie Miller, Twitter, uh, Marie Miller saying I'm growing on Twitter too. I, lo- I like Twitter. Uh, okay. Do, I don't uh, tweet. I have an account, but I don't tweet. I don't yeah, even I, know how I'd like, I don't I, know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at it, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, but Spotify, Apple music, Amazon music, all that okay. stuff is great. Uh, and in, we are, we'll have physical CDs out. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Next month. So if you are someone that still is buy CDs, you can get those next month. Awesome. Hey, what's, what's the song that means the most to you on your new album? I, gosh, there's a lot of different aspects of my heart on this album. I think the one that I'm really loving right now is a song called Don't Look for God. And it's a, mm-hmm. it's a song about um, kind of the art God shaped hole and, and trying to fill it with everything else besides him. Mm-hmm. And I really, and, and I, I think what I experienced this year was that I was trying to fill good things, mm-hmm. which I, you know, you kind of think, Oh, Oh, like that's all, okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, if it's if it's right. bad, yeah, then right. no, that obviously right vice. Right, yeah. Okay, I get it. But these were like good friendships or good relationships right. that I was thinking this is going to fulfill me. And um, when they ended, I'm like, wait a second, what's going on? Or you know, ended or drifted or changed or someone moved or whatever it was. There's a lot of different things that happened. A lot of things yeah. broke broke this yeah. year that were not bad things. Mm. Um, and so learning that doesn't matter how good it is. It's not. That's God. right. That, Oh, that's good. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good it is. If it's not God, I love mm-hmm. that. That's beautiful. Okay. And so then that brings me to the last thing, but don't go anywhere. Cause I'm going to ask you one more thing. Um, every guest that I have on the show, I ask, would you please share one truth that you want the women listening to remember after this episode ends? What would that be? Mm. I guess it would be that, your little dream matters, whether or not you are the president of the United States or you are, you know, some big CEO, or if you are working um, at Walgreens right now, yes. if you are um, picking up, uh, you know, Legos off the floor, like whatever you're doing um, has purpose and meaning and each, mm-hmm. uh, and each encounter has the weight of glory. So just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, don't be afraid of being a little dreamer. I always have been, and it's a waste of time. 
Yes, yes, I love that. Your little dream matters. And I don't know how how this would even go, but would you do me a favor? Would you sing us out with that a piece of that song, Little Dreams? You don't need an instrument if you don't have one handy, sure. but Yes, I can just sing. Our, oh, well, I feel like yeah, the instrument might be hard, so I'll just sing it. Okay. Okay. All right. This is my first singing of the day. You put me on the spot. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Afraid. No, I'm not afraid. Even though I'm tired. Even though I'm lost. Well, things aren't going well. I've forgotten my own name. But there's one light blue flame still inside of me. Yay! Oh my goodness, girl. I've got goosebumps. I was like getting into it. Oh, thank you so much for thank sharing you. your heart with me and with all of the women listening. Um, man, that's fantastic. Y'all are going to have to go and check out Marie's music. Um and if you're in Virginia, join me at Rappahannock Cellars on the 15th of March. Yes. Um, which will be after, before this episode, but this air episode, this episode airs. I can't talk right now because I'm just so moved. Um, <laughs> but um, I will, do, I'll do a lead into this before a couple of weeks before it airs and just let people know this is coming. And if they want to meet you in person and get a little dose of you in person, that they should show up at Rappahannock on the 15th of March. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Great. Friends, thanks again for joining me for another episode of Thriving Thoughts. Wasn't Marie fantastic? I just love the fact that she sang to us at the end. Wasn't that beautiful? No instrumentation whatsoever. Just pure Marie Miller. Hey, listen, I hope you can join me at Rappahannock Cellars on Sunday. March the 15th at 6.30 p.m. I'm going to include the link in the show notes for you. And hey, I've got another invitation for you. I already know you're going to share this episode. I know you're going to rate the show five stars because that's the kind of people that you are. I'm so grateful for your support. But hey, I wanted to let you know about something that I'm doing right now that you may or may not be aware of. Did you know that I have lots of thriving thoughts that I share. I share on my Facebook page. I share right here on the podcast. I also share in my premium add-on portion of the podcast, Breakup Breakthroughs. I'd love for you to check that out as well. Did you know that you can sign up to receive three thriving thoughts per week straight from me, straight to your cell phone via text? I'd love to just show up in your text message box three times a week. I send a little picture with a quote and a little a little background, a little thriving thought for you just to uh, encourage you throughout the week. I'd love to do that for you. If you're here in the States, it's really easy. All you have to do is text the word THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E, to 540-369-2139. Again, just text THRIVE to 540-369-2139. Thanks again for joining me today, ladies. I'll be looking forward to seeing you right here next week, next Sunday, for another episode of Thriving Thoughts where we are speaking truth over the lies in our minds so that we can thrive in any and every circumstance.